Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Come back, sweet Bobby. We got it all wrong. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Tuesday, the 18th of January. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Luke Moore. And I am Pete Donaldson. <laughs> How are we keeping? Are we going to do the whole thing with that level of gravitas, Pete? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> it's almost like you last week with Tim Sherwood. I was just trying to emphasise a point yeah. by like the pronunciation of a name. And we mm. took it and ran with it. Yeah. We took it and ran with it all the way back to Boreham Wood. That's why you're quality broadcasters. That's why I passed my driving test. Boreham Wood. Fun fact for the... Fans. People used to- <laughs> the fans of what? Driving you? What? Where did you, where did you <laughs> pass driving tests, I imagine. Pass drivers, uh, St. Albans. St. Albans. St. Albans? Because the thing is, you have to go, quite, you can't take a driving test in the middle of central London. Can you not? No. You don't so get that's anywhere. the nearest you can get. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I a really probably. interesting bit of trivia. Yeah, so I had, yeah, that's uh, the nearest, like, or nearest ish that I can go to. Interesting. Very good. There we go. I passed mine in um, Gosport in Hampshire, for anyone who's interested. Oh, did you? Yeah. Do you think, is that a famously easier place to do it, or is it? It was in 1999. You did yours in a boat. Or 1998. Yeah, it was in a boat, yeah. <laughs> I took it in a boat because I lived by the sea. Got it. Yeah, and uh, so it was, it was pretty good. Are you a boater? I'm not. I used. I did a bit of sailing as a kid because they offered this offer in the summer where you paid a pound and they would let you hire a boat. Ooh. That was Ooh. brilliant. Can you take us out? 
No, I can't anymore. Ah. Uh, yeah, I always do it with other people. Would you be like one of the ones who didn't want to wear a... Uh... No, not really. I wasn't, I wasn't a naughty boy really as a kid. Okay. Oh. No, it was like Peter. He knows. I, I, he knows. <laughs> he knows. Were you a yeah. naughty boy as a kid, Peter? I, I would always wear a life preserver if I needed one. <laughs> Even if you your driving it. test. Let the record show. <laughs> Pete, if, you take that, if you take that life jacket off, you'd be able to turn around the corners easier. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it... Even if you thought that it would like mess with your silhouette, because mm. you've got some like you always have good garb on, don't you? <laughs> yeah. well, that's one word of saying it. That's he's, got, saying he's, it got, yeah. he's got a jawline you can cut glass on as well. <laughs> Hasn't he just? Yeah, absolutely. Looking very well, listeners. He's mm. looking Cheers, extremely guys. well. We need to talk about Everton. This has become the Everton tribute show, hasn't it? At Everton and Burnley. This is the new. It's not a tribute they would wish, though, is it? <laughs> this no. is new development oh, of the football ramble. It's an Everton tribute show. I listen to that. Oh, I love about, Everton. Talk about us. Talk. We're talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> Strap what you yourselves in. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lick, what's happened since yesterday? Uh, we were talking about Bobby Martinez being the guy who everyone was, uh, was he was the top guy. He was going to come back. He was going to win back the fans, TBC. Mm. And he was going to retake the Everton job and leave them, lead them out of danger. Was he going to win back the fans? What were they going to do? Dust off their banners from last time? I think, <laughs> Change a few words around? <laughs> I guess that's part of the process, isn't it? That's, yeah. part, of, that's part of the management process. But yeah. anyway, uh, off they go. Everton, I guess, to the Belgian FA and propose a job share because, as we all know, it's a big international year, 2022. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be Qatar and maybe Belgium are going to finally win a major tournament. Probably yeah. not. But either way, they probably don't want their boss uh, job sharing with the Everton lot. It's, it's, a, it's a strange pitch on behalf of the And they said they didn't. Sorry, spoiler alert. They yeah. said, no, we will not yeah. be doing that. Right, who who could have possibly seen that coming? <laughs> <laughs> I am a man who has, in my time at Belgium, overseen the most amazing period of oh, the player quality yeah. in the history of this country. Yeah. Uh, but I've always fallen just short. <laughs> Can I do less work, <laughs> potentially for the same pay, uh, and not be around as much? <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly a long meeting, is it? It's not It's not the greatest pitch ever. Yeah. It's made, they made it sound like it was his idea. This was his brilliant wheeze to, Guys, to get through. i got a cunning plan. They are inviting me to a kick-ass or two Jason Derulo concert, and I oh, yeah. really need to be there. Do you need to feel Kate on that? She <laughs> won't remember or know what that is. Tell uh, me more. Jason Derulo is a man who sings... Dances, cool. talks. Yeah. I know sometimes. what the O2 is. Good, great. That used to be, <laughs> you're halfway there. I used, used to be the Millennium Dome. Yeah, yeah. And um, well, uh, Roberto Martinez uh, famously he was spotted dancing. Wasn't I know he? exactly yeah, what you're talking about. He danced like this. Didn't he look quite good dancing? He? He? No, he did not look good dancing. Right. We'll put it on the Twitter. But, but isn't, isn't the key to dancing to not be self-conscious to enjoy yourself? Mm. I don't. Know. I not, think he not was. like that. <laughs> He's uh, like this. Yeah. yeah, he was. And it looked as though, because in the bit I've seen, I don't know if there's further footage, but it looked as though the person next to him was dancing in exactly the same formation, like a kind of... Oh, um, right. They planned it, maybe. Like a kind of YMCA setup. <laughs> and I don't know what that dance is. Let the man enjoy his dance and let the man enjoy his football management. Let me ask you a question. Please. If, if you were someone in the position of power to make a decision around a football club mm. and you saw that video... Oof, what would you think? Would that make you more or less likely to hire that person? Mm. I would. I always think it's good that people have hobbies. Yeah. Outside of their Jason profession. Derulo is a hobby. <laughs> dancing at Jason dancing. Derulo. It's quite specific. Tennis, swimming. I quite like that he's, he wasn't in the midst of a crowd. He was very much on no. the end of a row. He was on the good seats. He was, he was in he was a in box, the good I think, seats. wasn't he? Yeah. Okay, that's less good. But what mm. I was going to say is I like that he was just making his space his own. He didn't <laughs> mind that he was Safe exposed. Standing. Safe standing. I doubt there was a mosh pit, to be fair. <laughs> Pete, would it make you more or less likely to hire him, if someone, if you saw him dance like that? I think if he can sort of dance away from his critics, <laughs> I think it makes him... 
a more uh, resilient, resilient Manchester. Like Neo in the Matrix. Uh, Manchester, okay, so guys, death. does this mean? Does this mean to you, chaps, that uh, Bobby is done? No, Bobby. Well, we, I mean, things can change quick, right? And I don't know. We, we don't really can't really answer that without knowing what Martinez is. He seems mad are. keen. He seems, right? all, he seems but, open to it, which means exactly. that he'd presumably consider it. But you do sort of think with Everton, the the the, the managerial position will be open uh, by the time he finishes. His, in, <laughs> oh yeah, so he doesn't in, need the to. World it's a great Cup, point. So it's fine. Why I, fuck I, with I, his World Cup stuff? Uh, joking yeah. aside, I think that's exactly the point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you have to understand that Everton don't really know it at the um, at the at the club running level. I don't really know what they're doing. Mm. And the guys talked about it yesterday. It's been widely, fairly widely reported. All the all the issues that happen at Everton are about. They're larger than the manager, right? Yeah. So you've got no um, head of medical. They've got no director of football. They've got, they've got. I mean, I'll tell you what. Well, Marcel Brands, who they got rid of. So what seemed to have happened with Rafa is that he's as one of some other club, some secret source said, mm-hmm. um, is, you know, he's reshaped the club in his image. Yeah. But yeah. now there's no he's Rafa. Gone. He's but dismantled Marcel, the trouser press. And but, now he can't get it back together <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. But Brands wanted Martinez back previously. So I mean that so that feels a bit like a power struggle between them, and then Rafa's won and then lost. And, lost. So, <laughs> yeah. and 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 even if if you you know if you're not that particularly interested in what goes on at football clubs behind the scenes, take take the Dina thing. That's a great example. Mm. The Dina thing it becomes a battle of um, of wits between Dina and Benitez, and you could tell that by the, the statement Dina released when he left. Yeah, and they've obviously decided to back Benitez, giving him all this power to do whatever he wants. And as soon as Dina goes, who was probably you know, not even arguably one of their best players. Mm. As soon as he goes, and Rafa also goes, so there's actually no reason for Dini to now be playing for Aston Villa. There's no reason for it, yeah. but it's happened because of them backing Benitez and then not backing him. Mm. It's absolutely incredible. I do agree with what Pete said yesterday about the fact that they've been really unlucky with injuries, but their problems go far bigger absolutely. than than just that. And I'm not just talking about the fact that they currently employ Salomon Rondon. That's part of it. <laughs> That's not the overall story. It I think, I think even f- Rafa was surprised at how bad <laughs> Salomon Rondon is. He's like, he used to be good. It was like a year ago. You were good. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be a slightly frivolous kind of top-level management approach mm. to running a football club. And let's not forget, which you guys mentioned yesterday as well. You know, they have he has Mashiri has spent half a billion pounds yeah. on mm. trying to buy decent players. So now it seems though for financial play, fair play, they'll have to sort of rein that in. Mm. But the other interesting thing when we're talking about what manager they are going to eventually get. Uh, possibly Duncan Ferguson, Wayne Rooney. I don't know if you guys saw the kind of quote that was given to, I think it was to Sports, Sky Sports News, uh, was something along the lines of, he's very happy at Derby County, but given his long association with Everton, he would find it difficult right. not to, you know, to is reject that an official, What, is that an official statement from him? That's incredible. No, it's like a, it's one of On those background. ones where like the wording has clearly been checked, but it's just like... I understand from Don't talking to someone. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind me. of it's a come and get me. It's a massive. Yeah, it's a come and get it's me. It's a massive yeah. come and get me. But the thing I was making. Come ma- and get me. I fall asleep. In that. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get, well, can someone come and get me, please? And, and I don't, I don't know where I am and I, and I can't get a taxi. And there's people gyrating there's around people, me. There's people filming me and I just want to sleep. But come the, and get, please come and get me. The point, well, Wayne Rooney is a man who knows how to manage a crisis club as that's what he's up to at the moment. Mm. But the point is about some of these managers that have been linked in the past with the job. You know, look at when they appointed Rafa. They would, it looked as though they were about to give an offer to Nuno Espirito Santo. He was waiting for something in writing and mm. then it just didn't show up. They, at that point, was also when Brands was recommending Martinez. Mm. These people are completely different. Different, exactly. And so the fact now is it's just like, oh, let's see. It's, oh, they're linked with Jose. I mean, okay, that's not their fault. Everyone's linked with Jose. But mm. 
and they've had every, totally they've had, random. You're right, though. They've had every flavour of manager. None yeah. of them kind That's of worked. So it's, so it's another season where they will get out of where, where they are in the league. I think they'll probably com- comfortably finish mid-table, but it's just a bit of a shame that the Everton fans have to sit through another season of what could have been, I suppose. I agree with Pete. There's a... <laughs> What? A lot, a lot of different Which forms. Bit? A lot of different forms of come and get me, please. When it comes to Wayne Rooney, but from his point of view, guys, I know Jim was saying yesterday he thinks it's too early for Wayne. He loves that club as well, and they have to. Uh, uh, the position in his career that Wayne Rooney's in at the moment, they have to be in a bit of a shit state for them to come and get him. Yeah, he's not gonna. If he goes, well, do you know what? It's a bit early for him. I'm going to finish the job at Derby, mm. and you know, good on him if he does because that's an amazing thing to do. In two years' time, the opportunity may not be there. In two years' time, Everton could be fifth, sixth in the Premier League. The fans probably still wouldn't be happy, but they'll be up there and it'll be a different situation. What I would say about the money that Bashiri's obviously invested, and, and, and I think it's really important that we point that out, I wonder, though, whether the amount of money he's invested in the current Premier League era mm. is actually still only just enough to get them up to sixth, seventh, wherever. So their wage bill, mm. I think, is the seventh highest in the Premier League, right. which, which generally correlates, right? Yeah. And then, so they're massively underachieving. But you're essentially going up against, really, nation states. That's and, true. And so it's, it has to either be a bottomless pit or it's not really going to work. Now, clearly, it should be doing better. they should be doing better than they are. But without a plan, it's just the money's just a blunt instrument, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, and it doesn't help, probably, that you're paying... Forty million pounds on managerial severance pay since yeah. 2016. It's just a mad situation, okay, isn't it? Because you—they've given. Not only have they said we'll back you if you want to see off a inter, an international class fullback in Luca Dean, who's going to go to essentially a rival. Yeah. We'll back you on that, and we'll give. Not only will we back you, we'll give you the money to replace that player. Mm. And by the way, see you later. Mm. It's, it's mad. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> like, it's yeah. crazy what's going on. And I, and I, I do think um, it's easy to be expert in hindsight, I get that. And, and retrospectively, the type of club Everton are, the, the way the fans demand um, what they demand, it's an amazing club, a really historic, massive club, but the fans are very demanding. And I think the Rafa Benitez-Liverpool connection clearly was something that could never be got over. The cynic in me says, okay, but if they were currently sitting where West Ham are sitting, because mm. that four spot's open, would they be complaining about Benitez? Who knows? But ultimately, they're not. So um, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you might not stop believing that you couldn't have been up in first. Who knows? <laughs> Quite. More madness, different kind of madness. Uh, cancellations, COVID cancellation corner. That's the next COVID section cancellation that corner. we're going to be doing here on the Ramble. Burnley Watford tonight has been postponed. And this, this is a historical moment because this is the first time we believe that one has been postponed twice because it was supposed to initially yeah. right. um, be played feel like December. We, we remember we know which teams have uh, requested the, uh, the 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 replay or re- requested the uh, postponement. Yeah, uh, and we know which fixtures they are. So everyone is going to be looking at and going, I hope that that the, the people <laughs> who, the team who have requested the cancellation or, or the postponement uh, losing this one. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush and all that business. Like if you've played yeah. the game. You might get something out of it because if you wait and wait and wait, something else might come along. It's really problematic. <laughs> I, I, Pete, don't you think now it's got to the stage now where we're really on, re, I think we're realistically on the cusp of fatally undermining the integrity of the competition. Yeah. I mean, you've got a, such a dif- discrepancy. You can see it wouldn't be a big stretch. If Burnley get relegated this season, mm. um, which they might, I think there's a reasonable chance they will actually, and they have to play four, five, six games of catch-up in a short space of time mm. yeah. and they don't get anywhere near the points that they feel like they would have got because Burnley are traditionally quite good in the second half of the season normally. Yeah. 
that's a big issue. And a let's really not forget issue. they're playing all these bloody games after they've been potentially, st- well, certainly stripped in one case of Chris Wood, although I appreciate he didn't make <laughs> he didn't make a brilliant first start, but anyway, it's his first game. Um, but yeah, all the all of the things that are changing and shifting, as Pete's saying, um, and trying to trying to you know finish off the end of the season in this way. They say the Premier League uh, board have accepted Burnley's application. The club have fewer than the required number of players available for the match, which is thirteen outfield players and yeah. one goalkeeper. Yeah. Due to ongoing COVID cases, injuries, and representation at the Africa Cup of Nations, it's a, it's, it's a huge issue because, as ever, the people in control of this are are not are not doing their job properly. There's absolutely no leadership at the top level. It's so woolly that it's open to abuse. I I kind of feel like if you're Arsenal, based on what happened on Sunday, I don't blame them for trying to get an advantage in a competition where mm. the people who set the rules have told them they can operate within those oh, parameters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but ultimately, it should never be the case. I think you. Need, it's really easy. I feel like to draw a line, a much clearer line in the Premier League, where you say, if you've got a COVID situation where Public Health England or whatever have advised you, official government advice has advised you to close down your, your training place, rooms, yeah. yeah, your place mm. of business, your training ground. Let's talk about it. Other than that, you've got to get on with it. Because you can't say, oh, they haven't got a certain amount of players available because of AFCON. Well, everyone knew AFCON was happening. Yeah. Injuries are always going to happen. You play, these teams hoover up, even the lower Premier League teams, hoover up academy players and youngsters from all over the country. <laughs> Since P came in, they have got the best resources. Clearly, you can't argue Burnley have got the same amount of resources as, as Man City. That's not the case. But relatively speaking, they've got a lot compared to the rest <laughs> of the football football world. You have to push through it and draw a really clean line down and say, if the training ground's not been closed, isolate those players, follow the guidance, lateral flow test, PCR test those other players, and get on with it. Because yeah. otherwise, the, what they're trying to do is find a one-size-fits-all situation. It's become a one-size-fits-no-one situation. And the integrity of the competition, by the end of the season, it's going to be completely fucked. And as the guy said yesterday, Germany, Spain, Italy don't have these problems. We have these problems because of a lack of leadership, and, 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 be, and because the focus is always on those top six clubs. Like for me, it's sort of going. What is what's the global game globally? People are going to be looking at us and sort of going, right? Man City look ridiculous playing a yeah. certain team. Uh, Liverpool look ridiculous, but they don't actually focus on the Burnley. This is this is why Burnley haven't played any football matches because because the, the the focus is not on Burnley. The focus is on the Manchester United and the Manchester Cities and, and teams yeah. like that. And they're not and they're not looking at where that sits elsewhere in the in, in, take, in the league. Pete, that take you had yesterday about um, um, the idea that the Premier League doesn't want to market its product without, without the top the players top being involved. People, do you reckon yeah. there's mileage? Do you guys reckon there's actually mileage in that, or is that just a bit of a Tin four hat thing. I, I, I just think every decision they make is predicated on that. Right, they, they, okay. They're just constantly thinking about that, no? They're like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just wondered. I, I think it really makes sense. I thought about. But I think, yeah, no, it's a great, it's a great angle. But I think if that is their angle, I don't know that they're thinking about it that carefully. Uh, uh, because okay, Are we all, okay, we're already in a position where the f- next season's got to start early because of the World Cup, right? It has, right? So, mm. the, so the point is that I, I, it's, it's very, very difficult to see now. Where they're gonna, where they're gonna fit all these games in? Yeah, I mean, so for, got, in Burnley's he, case, they got it. They've got games against Spurs, Villa, Everton, and Leicester, and now this one as well. Mm-hmm. They need a new date. Um, Spurs, of course, as well. What they're four games back from yeah. everyone else around them. And you, and you could turn this into a really positive story as well. By the way, you could, as, as Jules said, you could say, do you know what? A lot of great young players who are going on to have really yes! big careers are going to yeah. get opportunities. And now they haven't. Now they can't. 
Yeah. Now, I guess they might get opportunities when every other player is, you know, has got one leg hanging off because they've played six games in a week in May. Mm. They might have to use youth players then anyway. So why not take control of the situation? Why not take ownership of it? It just feels, again, every single big issue that comes up ever since I've been doing this podcast, it feels like the people in charge make the wrong decision. You haven't got to look too far back for VAR, things like that. You know, the 39th game, um, the Super League, all this crap, man. It's just leadership is really, really poor at the very top of the game in this country particularly. And this is the latest example of it. Yeah, and then it leaves space for people to do things like, say, you know, as Liverpool did. Oh, actually, there's some confusion about the positive cases yeah. that we had. Um, and off the back of, I suppose, the conversations that Liverpool and the points that Klopp was making weeks ago about being worried about AFCON, you know, it seems like, like Jim was saying, you know, I th- Oh, he's a dick, obviously. But it makes perfect sense to talk about Arsenal gaming the system, <laughs> you know, in yeah. terms of not playing the North London derby. And, it feels emotional well, Arsenal... to me, but like, it's it's right. You should get, you have a set of, it's a, this is what football is generally. Mm. You have a set of rules and you try and manipulate them to the best of your advantage. That's what diving is and things people mm. don't like, all that sort of stuff. But in terms of this, yeah, you should you should absolutely gain the system. The system needs to be fixed. The, the Liverpool thing's really easily manageable as well from the Premier League's point of view. Send a representative fully qualified to every club. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm the independent person on behalf of the Premier League to come here and check this shit. It's not mm. difficult. They've got, they sell their product for billions of pounds every few years. They've got the resources. Yeah. But again, it's just not thought through, is it? Arsenal, mm. apparently, that's the latest. They're looking at or considering a request to postpone Thursday's Carabao Cup semi-final against Liverpool, which has already been... Just to make it look legit. <laughs> just pop back in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I see what you mean. Yeah. If you're um, going to throw in for a sick day, you have two days. It looks like you are genuinely <laughs> ill. That's actually a really good point, Luke. Yeah. That's exactly how sick, sick days are done, as I remember from working in an yeah. office. You can't just be sick for one day. Who's going to no. believe that? Don't be sick for one day, then turn up the suntan <laughs> next day. It's a very quick holiday mm. or a very long trip to the uh, beauty hey, parlour. Arsenal don't have Europe. That's fine. That's They've true. got space. Well, that is very <laughs> true. true, yeah. That's and true. also, it looks like um, they're going to send out Pablo Mari on loan to Udinese, Pete, almost like directly <clears throat> putting a f- two fingers up to you. Well, if they're on the fringe and they're like, well, okay, just if we get if he's going to go out on loan anyway, that's going to expedite that particular process, isn't it? You're going to sort of go, well, let's let's move that along, and then we don't have to play this fixture. It, and we can it, wait until our players are back. It is absolutely Afcon. mad to say we don't have enough players to play this game. That player's going on loan. Mad. Uh, why is that? <laughs> yeah. Why is that allowed? But yeah. Then you're not allowed to to to, to ship players off. You just yeah. can't. You yeah. can't. Do it. Yeah, just do the maths. Oh, look, count, count up to thirteen. The powers. The point. You know, the, the, the elephant in the room with all this conversation is the powers with the clubs, right? The clubs ultimately have the power because mm. they hold all the all the product effectively. So mm. Premier League probably does feel a bit toothless, but there's mm. no leadership. Absolutely Arsenal none. should be all right though because uh, Diego Costa's been linked with them. I love that. <laughs> That's just exactly what we need. Absolutely, what we need. <laughs> uh, it's not what Arsenal need, but it's what we need. We need it. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it does look as though you might link up with Willian at Corinthians. A lovely time. A lovely time. Sadly, yeah. that's that's like the world's shortest short story. Isn't yeah, it? Mm. very nice. Beautiful. No, what's, what they call it flash fiction. Yeah, well, it's not fiction. It's no fiction. Well, case. yeah, it might be. Yeah, plenty more of such things after the break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This week, Clive Anderson is joined by comedian Stephen K. Amos on My Seven Wonders, the show where guests select their personal seven wonders of the world. Stephen discusses his fame down under, who inspires his comedy, and how he got on during lockdown. My dad, early 80s, came to stay with me for two weeks of the lockdown. I had no idea after all these years that he is a twat. I had no idea, Clive, that the heating in my house could be set to lava. And I said to him, why is the heating on so high? And without skipping a beat, he just said, I don't pay the bill here. Now, this <laughs> is it's the kind of thing I have to deal with. Listen to My Seven Wonders with Clive Anderson on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mark, FA Trophy tie at home against Bromley this weekend. What's your mm. thoughts ahead of the game? If a tree falls and no one can, is there to hear it fall, does it make a noise? Does a penguin get cold? What way does your bath water go? Clockwise or anti-clockwise when you take the plug out? You know, these are questions which are going to be asked of us. These are questions we've got to have the answers to. But, you know, Sam's had a lovely haircut. It's started to grow out now. Robbie's over there. It's the first time he's been quiet today. Terry's brought a briefcase in, you know. He's got four Japanese talking dogs in there. But, you know, this is, this is what we work with and we'll continue to work hard. I think he's had a mare there. <laughs> that end bit because, is so good. Because the wank. first... Because, he went freestyle at the end. He went, I just fucked it. <laughs> 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 fucked it. Because the, if a tree... The, the first two have got answers, but the clockwise, anti-clockwise thing... I thought that was like a, a, a down under sort of thing. It's a myth anyway. Right, yeah. Which one? Mm. The, the the idea that it goes around different ways, I think, mm. is a myth. Yeah. yeah. But I mean... Do penguins not, get cold? Um, well, they huddle yeah. together, don't they? They huddle together. Mark Mosley of Oldshot Town, the manager who you heard there... I. Can I offer an alternative take? Please. It's really difficult for you know, clubs like Oldershot Town, who've had their own problems over the years, to get exposure, to get funding. Oh, get yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that I'm video, absolutely with you on that. That video's had 3.4 million everyone views. Everyone knows who he is. Yeah. Everyone knows his name. Why not, Pete? It's a everyone bit of fun. Knows that it's a bit of fun. Oldershot Town have been playing this weekend and in yeah. the FA Trophy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Welcome back also <laughs> to the yeah. Football Ramble. Me, Luke and Pete here, as you can tell. Now it's time for some emails. Email to show and go around. I said you got an email to show and go around. I said you got an email to show and go around. 
got an email from Gavin. The spate of postponements in the Premier League this season has got me thinking about my local team, who nearly a decade ago suffered what some newspapers declared as the worst case of fixture congestion in English football history. Guernsey FC, unsurprisingly, based in Guernsey in the Channel Islands. <laughs> they play in the English non-league, and as such, they have to travel by plane to away games or fly in their opponents for home fixtures. When particularly stormy or snowy weather in the winter of the 12-13 season made flying impossible or the pitch unplayable, Guernsey went two months with almost no matches being played. At one point, the club got so desperate, a helicopter was deployed to hover just above the pitch in the hope its spinning blades would help dry it out. Hang on. Carbon footprint. Yeah, I mean... That is outrageous. That's not... That's not a well-known tactic, is it? No, it really isn't, is it? It's really expensive. Drying well. it out. Yeah, it's just <laughs> weird. Well, it's the reverse of that thing of shooting. Was it shoot into the clouds to try and make clouds. to make rain? Yeah, yeah. cloud seeding. Yeah. It, feels, it feels to me a bit like spotting an ant in your garden and getting a sledgehammer and smashing it like 15 times. <laughs> yeah. well, it's crazy. Well, this all culminated in a run-in where the Green Lions would play 21 games in the final 40 games of their season, including two instances where three games would be played over three days and four games played in the final four days of the season. This was all to secure second place and promotion out of the combined counties league. Uh, the intense schedule saw a raft of call-ups to the squad, including a 45-year-old uh, called Matthew Letizia, who could only play weekdays because of his work commitments. Uh, no idea what's happened to him since. Mainly Burnley can sign him up for their own fixture congestion. They're probably going to need all the help they can get. <laughs> I don't. Did we find out? Did, did is, are we saying that they did get promotion out of the combined counties league? Yeah, I don't. Got... Yeah, he said they were aiming for it, but I don't know oh. whether they actually did. And, and to be honest, I think there's some very uh, uh, um, positive uh, googling from Luke Moore that he's going to find that piece of information out by the time I finish this sentence. You're wrong. I'm not. <laughs> I'd love to know. I can't believe that Gavin, who is so um, passionate about this didn't um, include that in his email but apparently yeah. I've just checked now they, they did. did they did, they did. thank okay, god fair dues well, they can afford a fucking helicopter they've probably yeah. got loads of players I don't, it's not exactly the rags to riches <laughs> tale that this sort no. of non-league stuff normally no. is is the, it pl- Guernsey off. famous tax haven did yeah. they ask a school Jersey, what no? would happen oh they're not oh, they the both same are, are they? They? I don't know I don't know maybe they are I just don't want to besmirch Guernsey unnecessarily if we don't know Jersey absolutely is right back in Gavin Pete had you I'm going to say dated a girl from the Channel Islands. I did. Guernsey or Jersey? Jersey, Jersey okay. I used to go over from a helicopter. Oh, yeah, I bet. Um, I, don't, I, I heard that when Matt Letizier was playing for them, um, he kept complaining that the games were being cancelled because it was um, it was because of JFK. <laughs> did he miss? And, and, that the, and the moon landings um, <laughs> didn't happen. I think he missed a penalty for them as well, which uh, famously... No, that wasn't was his specific. fault. That was the government. That was the government. Yeah. yeah. And, and he couldn't head it because he had a Tim Fall hat on. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's a crazy story, but it's something that Burnley are going to have to um, get used to, I'm afraid. Mm. Do you know what it reminded me of? Playing, Tell us. Playing Sundays when um, this would always happen, right? So mm. the games will be cancelled because I mean, there's a lot more um, 3G and 4G pitches now. But back in the day, it was always um, really muddy pitches. The pitches would get waterlogged throughout December and January. Games would be called off. So what you have to do at the end of the season, play what they call a double header, where you... You wouldn't have played the first game against that team in the, in the season because it was cancelled and they had to play the second game. But the fixture congestion was so bad, they would say, no, we're not going to play one game. You're going to do an hour, change over and do another hour. That's the count for two games. Oh, oh, interesting. And then throw a hangover into the mix <laughs> and you realise that you actually want to die. Yeah. You'd be sick. Two, uh, oh, all sorts. I think they'd find all some sort. way of putting me on the bench for the both matches. <laughs> and in goal sometimes. And in goal sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's ideal for you. I'll do an half manager. Yeah, you do a half. As long as I get like 10 minutes on the wing. 
Come on, mate. Is that what you used to do? Yeah. You'd, so it'd be a negotiation. A, <laughs> so the team talk beforehand would be a negotiation. Goalkeeper at that level is a negotiation. I'll do 25 minutes in goal, but I want 15 <laughs> minutes on the wing. And I want three passes. What if you then found out that it was 60 minutes the half? Would that have caused you to be like, yes, get in there? Or would, get, that have, get in there. Or would you have been like, ah, oh, no. Yeah, also, I don't want to be 60 minutes in, a, in, in net, in bins. Any goalkeeping howlers from you? Uh... No, but again, keeping out that level is a negotiation you with must... your own conscience and gravity and yeah. physics. Yeah. <laughs> you must have seen all this stuff about Bruno Fernandes wanting to be paid more because he's on a hundred thousand pounds a week, right. and whereas you know Cristiano Ronaldo is four hundred thousand. Should be paid more than a hundred thousand pound a week. Well, he? yeah, Just because that the thing is, months. that's yeah. that key psychological trait of like you know, if you're, it's fine if you're paid. Hundred pounds a week, as long as your mates are yeah. all paid hundred pounds a week. Mm. But if you're being paid fifty and everyone else is on hundred, you feel like shit. Mm. I believe the Britpop uh, band James summed it up best by saying, "If I hadn't seen such riches, I could live with being poor." Right? <laughs> That's what you're talking about. That's right? what I'm talking mm. about. Yeah. yeah, it's the psychological impact. Although I suppose what they could have just done was watch a Twitch stream yesterday, or join a Twitch stream yesterday, yeah, and then they could have bought it. Absolutely fine. Yeah, I'm tempted to say I was surprised to hear that news, but that would be bullshit. Exactly. Time for this. I prefer to kill him. All right, it's time for some Portman Antonio Conte. Two footballers stick together. You just figure out what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, Catherine O'Ryan. Thank you, Catherine. I think it's the right. first Catherine we've had uh, selecting uh, clues. Is she a C Catherine or a K Catherine? Yeah, mm. answer that. Is she a what? C Catherine or a K Catherine? Uh, she's a C Captain Catherine. Right. Mm. <laughs> C Captain. Mm. Um, a bit of a jeopardy since Antonio came back to the Premier League as well. Well, like, you might hear it. I just thought we're under pressure more <laughs> to kind of get it right. Definitely. Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah, I forgot how much he liked this game. So, <laughs> yeah. of, the, of the half-hour production meeting before the show, Kate spent 27 minutes of that complaining about having to do Portman Antonio Conte. I today, did so not. I spent much. most we'll of the meeting being extremely useful and contributing good stories. Not as even I Andy Brussel don't uh, gets this right. So I, don't I, worry I, about last it. week, I, had, I got Oscar Jenkinson mm. as a listener. Mm. You have to believe me on that. Well, we well can, I have to. I've got no we? proof. Yeah. We don't have I shouted to. it on the train. We don't have to believe anything you say. <laughs> true. That is true. <laughs> listeners should always remember that. <laughs> All right. Here's your clues, guys. Yeah, um, from 1990 to 2005, I played for Liverpool, Real Madrid, Manchester City, and in my time at Liverpool, the Daily Mirror dubbed me a member of the Spice Boys, and I've made 299 appearances for Bayern Munich. Steve McMahon, Emmanuel Neuer. Bloody hell. I told you I'm good at this. That's impressive. It's a game almost designed for my brain. Three. What? Two, one, zero. I don't know the rules anymore, honestly. That's extraordinary. There's a long, long time before the end of the music. Well done. Thank you very much. Normally, it feels like that stuff is just speeding past, but not um, with Luke Moore. I it? would trade every fibre of my talent for this game for Luke's game talent. Yeah. Yeah. True. true. I thought but you, you did well, but you remind me you didn't do well. Nah. All right. Four one defeat. Here's your next one from James Cracknell. Thanks, crackers. James Cracknell? Crackers. What the hell? <laughs> Why is, I don't know James Cracknell is a listener. I, I, mate. I won the World Cup. Stay, and... She's starstruck by <laughs> a, a posh rower. <laughs> well, isn't it James Cracknell who got hit on the head? And it it's is, like, got, don't yeah. bring it down. Well, I think that's, oh, that makes him. An, he got hit. It was an an a, he was cycling. <laughs> no, no, it's oh. actually a really sad story. He was cycling across America or something, raising money for something or other. Right. And a lorry with the wing mirror hit him on the head, and he's got like brain damage. Oh yeah, I, I knew someone who did that, but they really? were just um, they were just standing by the side of a road. Oh fuck! Can you imagine how much that was this fucking is, hurt? This um, is dark. Let's play a game. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. Yeah. Uh, James Cracknell. Uh, I won the World Cup in Euros with my national side. I'm currently ranked sixth for most Premier League goals and I'm a Premier League defender whose sister plays at the same club. 
Aluko. Um, I won the World Cup Neurons in my national side. Sixth for most I Premier League goals. I forgot what brother's called. Sonne. Sonne. Something with Sonne on the end. And I'm a Premier League defender whose sister <laughs> plays at the same club. Drat. It's the other one. Rhys James. So it's something James. Thierry on Rhys James. Oh, bollocks. Thank you, James. I feel Cracknell. like a Sorry, I, I put you off a bit because I was... There's a lot going on then. There's a lot <laughs> going on. <laughs> All right, one out of two. I'll take you with that. that, Roy. It's not too bad. One out of two ain't bad. Thank you for emphasising Defender. You poison my mind with your James Cracknell. That's the problem. <laughs> what? Yeah. He's not involved. I genuinely enjoyed he poisoned. He poisoned your own mind. He, he wrote in. True, yeah. Thanks for that, James. A uh, bit of transfer news as we dig into January. Um... Brentford, this is a nice bit of news, potentially. Brentford have offered Christian Eriksen the chance to return to the Premier League. Seems to be a six-month contract that they've offered him. He he hasn't played since suffering a cardiac arrest, uh, as we all remember very clearly during Denmark's Euro 2020 game against Finland. That was in June, and then he became a free agent because he couldn't play in Italy with an it's be a pacemaker. It's a pacemaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, that's just part of the rules of that of yeah. their league. Uh, yeah, there seems to be a bit of a Dane, a bit of a Danish tinge to, to Brentford. <laughs> it's right now. Tinge. What they're doing, Thomas and it's, Frank, it's yeah. not been talked about enough, is they're doing what Wolves did with Portugal. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So and now, then by the end, they had a bloody Portugal kit as one of their yeah. kits. Why not lean into Bring it? it. Mm. Bring it um, on. Obviously now Wolves are managed by the Portuguese Rob Bryden, Bruno Large. <laughs> who um, once you see that, you can't answer <laughs> it. Um, but Thomas Frank's obviously Danish. They've got a lot of Danish players at Brentford. I, lo- I love this story, chiefly because I'd love to see Christian Eriksen play on this trade mm-hmm. again. I think you can't help to be affected by being affected by what happened you know, last, last summer. And he's a great player to watch. And I think he'd, he'd really, really light up the Premier League again. And Brentford's a great fit for him. Mm-hmm. They're an exciting team to watch. They mix up a lot. They play lots of different types of football. Uh, it's, a, it's a great story. This is a really positive story. And the exact antidote to yesterday's nonsense about it being the most depressing day of the year. Yeah. I'm here for it. I, I'm, 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 there is a precedent with like Daily Blend. He's got a um, ICD has, yeah. device yeah. and stuff. What a what an astonishing turnaround that would be to see yeah. him playing for Brentford in the Premier oh, League. Just, that would be amazing. I think everyone would be here for it. I think. It's a great story. I just love story. it. Emotionally, mm. I feel like, oh, why can't he come back to Tottenham? But I think mm. Tottenham need to keep moving forward <laughs> yeah. rather than constantly trying to re-recruit players <laughs> uh, that used to play at Spurs. Hey, big news, Pete. Mm. Looks like Hatem Ben Arfa has got a new club. He's Come on the on. verge of joining... Not Newcastle, sorry. <laughs> uh, Liga holders, title holders Lille. Mm. Despite not having had a club for six months. How do you explain that? Uh, <laughs> I he was always uh, roundly criticised every club he's been at. Uh, post-summer, <laughs> he'd always come back. I'm going to say a few pounds over. A I few? don't know what he's going to look like with six months on his uh, under his uh, belt. <laughs> Literally under his belt. Well. <laughs> yeah. uh, he probably won't need a belt. Yeah. Um, I like this as well because I think he's an amazing player to watch. Yeah. I like that um, he... <laughs> massive, I mean, Bordeaux are having a right old time of it at the moment anyway. I lost 6-0 last time out. Um, he, he apparently fell out of the coach at Bordeaux, which is where we saw him last. Uh, but, I mean, he's, football's amazing for this because, you know... He's one of those players that every manager who, let's face it, is under pressure, 99% of managers are under pressure, right? Mm. And they go, God, that kid has got a lot of talent. And if I could just channel I could it. Just first, channel it. Yeah, first of all, they're confident and arguably arrogant enough to think I'm the guy to be able to sort him out. Yeah. And they think, if I can just channel that for seven, eight games yeah. where he scores four or five goals, it's that genuinely could it's make a, a difference, you yeah. know? So I kind of understand why he's always going to be linked until he's, you know, 45. Um, <laughs> It's, I also think football needs characters like like him. You know, I don't think you know 
Lille aren't, they're not having a great old time of it at the moment. Are they kind of mid-table? They've been good in the past. They're in pretty good form at the moment, but um, it's a great addition. It's just clubs great clubs addition. in that position, they just need something. You know, it, it, they need someone who's not going to provide a lot of content for the for the goal uh, goal of the season. Uh, the, the goal. Social media content as well. But it's, but it's just, but it's just <laughs> you to think get, about it. When you get when you're in that position, and Newcastle have been in that position before, like uh, pretty much constantly for about twenty bloody years. But um, you know, you, you get the ball at, at the feet of someone like Benaf or or uh, ASM, and it's just like your heart rises a little bit and it's he's just, not going know, to Newcastle he's not going to Newcastle that's not this, what the story want, is you just want something to, Sorry, to, yeah, to, make, th- to make you a little bit happy because nothing else good happens apparently Robin Goosen is going to Newcastle although mm. the, his boss at Atalanta doesn't think it's much to worry about but the way they're going to do it Pete and this is probably comforting is they're going to triple his wages right okay I mean if and if any agent worth his salt in the game I mean, and not isn't and, selling everybody yeah. to Newcastle. Then they're, they're let me be absolutely clear. Enough. A lot of them are not worth their salt, but the ones that are should <laughs> be saying us. that as an absolute fucking minimum. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got you enter into a negotiation, turn up in a gold plated Bentley. Yeah, you know, with a five hundred grand Patek Philippe on your watch, people are going to start shaking you down. That's just how it is. Yeah. Now, look, I'm concerned that we haven't given enough time to this, friends. Because well, a wing back problem. <laughs> because no, the FIFA Best Awards is what we're moving on to because. Tottenham have not only won a prize, mm. a trophy, if you will, but it's also the second consecutive year yeah. in which a Tottenham goal has won the Push Castle. And how does it feel? Feels good. But I, ultimately, <laughs> does, it, does it feel like eating a McDonald's burger? <laughs> Feels good, and then afterwards you just feel empty. Um, I think I felt empty before, so it's more like okay. a it's more like a little just, just seeing anybody in a little. Mm. It's a detour around outfit. it's a detour around Emptyville for a bit. Yeah, I enjoyed, okay. the, I enjoyed their vegan burger yesterday. Oh, good. McDonald's, yeah, not too bad. Okay, not too shoddy. What kind of is it? Is it style to be a meat? It's substitute, a, uh, it it's, a it's one of those um, Beyond Meat burgers, so they've got the license for Beyond Meat. Okay, it's decent. Yeah, I mean, like you know, the fast food uh, burgers are generally pretty poor. Any of the patties are very thin, but yeah, quite enjoyed it. Mason, anything to add on the vegan burger I, phenomenon? I'm not familiar with the McDonald's mm. vegan burger. I was Burger King just, one was good. I do always just feel like, what's the point of going down the route of a burger if you're not going to eat the I meat? Think burger King, I think Burger King's dead. I can't get with Burger you don't, King. You've never liked Burger King. No, you've been saying that for like 20 years. Oh, Which yeah. is weird because I do look like the Burger King. <laughs> um, from the advert. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the goal itself, can I just please add this? Mm. Um, the, the best part of the... It's a great goal, obviously. The best part of the goal is, I think it's Regulon going in, going mad. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, Regulon becomes like Flavor Flav. Yeah. Just like throwing his hands up in the end, so screaming. Cool. Like, the, um, amazing uh, hype man for uh, the goal that's just happened. And, like, yeah. and Gareth Bale is obviously in that shot as well. And I forget yeah. that he, we were talking about like Spurs going back to the world. He's like, like wow, I forgot that he was even <laughs> People always, with this kind of goal, and Lamella's got a huge and complicated and actually impressive um, track record when it comes to Rabona's. Mm. I know this makes me something the world's oldest man, but oh, it is worth what? pointing out. He could have just stroked it in with his other foot. Yeah, he could have. Yeah. He could, couldn't he? He, could. he chose not to, and we should applaud that. <laughs> He's he winning prizes for that. No, Who's true. I, like, true. The timing on it is just so yeah, and, cool and, and, and as the well. Com- maybe he needed in order to, that he needed that time. Maybe the timing wouldn't have been so like perfectly beautiful if he hadn't had to put one leg around the other. I know, yeah. And I, I, I think Rabonas are occasionally necessary because the ball's in it. Just you, not then. Your standing foot is there <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, I'll just put my toe on that and, and get it in. But David like, Dunn would disagree. But the actual... <laughs> I'm going to tell his wife in the morning, I'm going to do it this time. Don't do it, David. <laughs> Don't, do, Don't it. do it, David. People will remember you just for that moment. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to do it. David, have you heard of gifts? <laughs> They're going to be really popular in the future. <laughs> don't want to be on one, mate. Is it for Everton? No, Birmingham City. Oh, the Birmingham City. You yeah. do want to be on yeah. a GIF. 
It depends on the gift, though, doesn't it? Good point. Yeah. Um, and I also think that what Lamella did during that game against Arsenal was um, just maximise the football experience to such an extent because oh. he also got sent off. Yes, In a that's sense, right, yeah, that's yeah. the best the Puskas award is finished yeah. to do that he's completed it he's completed I like, I like it. that the commentators yeah. kind of I, 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 I think it was on Sky I want to say but the commentator was, yeah. the commentator clearly didn't see that it was a robot oh yeah didn't know what happened because yeah. he didn't go crazy no. he just went oh that's uh, that's good and then yeah. he went oh no that's very good yeah. that's oh real, balls that's going to be a Puskas winner that puts the, that puts the commentator in a real bind yeah. he then, he's already said it's stall out yeah. he can't go and do a Martin Tyler Agro for the replay because it just yeah. showed him up as not seeing it the first time <laughs> yeah. so he's just got to keep his counsel <laughs> the commentators I feel for uh, Robert Lewandowski got some consolation for missing out on the Ballon d'Or he won the men's best player of the year Oh, he really had one huge prize this season a small Polish town historically known for salt mining M- miting? salt mining salt smiting salt smiting uh, the reason that happened is because I'm a bit concerned about this next word that's coming up called Violitska do you reckon? I think it's Violitska, yeah. Violitska, okay. That actually makes it seem quite easy. Uh, decided to give him an honorary ball of salt to replace the Ballon d'Or that he should have won. The city councillor announced the news and said that the Ballon d'Or's decision was a great injustice and that they were putting it right. Yeah. <laughs> putting nice. it right in his dinner. I think <laughs> I think, I think, I agree with him. But yeah. um, the, the reason I love this story, though, is because this small Polish town known for salt mining historically has been frequented by um, our friend Pete. I've been in the salt mine. That exact one? I was thrown out of the chamber uh, for licking a wall. <laughs> they said, you're allowed to lick any wall. Oh, but wait a minute. So they said you could, this is pre-COVID, oh, obviously. Yeah. to lick a wall? Well, it's all salt, in it? So it's like... So it's like drinking the bath water at bath. was like a cat. But why are they saying that? Just in case you don't believe us, it is actually made of salt. Have a lick of that. Yeah. And so I was licking away. And basically they had this big salt statue of John Paul II. Because obviously he's from that. You didn't, from that you didn't lick that, did you? Well, I licked near that wall, and they <laughs> and they and they threw me out of that chamber. Oh, so no. I presume you weren't allowed to lick near the. Don't show the Pope your tongue. Don't offend, the, I've don't offend the Catholic Church. Don't offend the Catholic Church. So they actually asked you to leave. They asked me to leave that part of it because you were because you were licking. So I was licking, <laughs> licking over there like you won't believe. Stop licking and get yeah. out. So there was just so this cavern or what did you call it? It's just like it's a, a mine. chamber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just salt and then slobber. So, Basic. Salt and yeah. slobber. How do I know I'm licking when no one else is licking? Well, salt's quite... It's, it's an antiseptic, isn't it? Anyway, isn't it? So I reckon you'll be all right. So what we're saying is it's a, it's a small chance, but mm. there is a chance... That I started COVID. No, that wasn't what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. That the, the salt ball that's been presented to Robert Lewandowski may have some of your <laughs> DNA on it. <laughs> my goodness. Don't put it on your chips, mate. <laughs> no. I might have some of my saliva. But like, I like the... Did you enjoy the salt in, mine? It was very uh, educational. Yeah. To a point, yeah. a, a very qu- a point that ended about five minutes as I got into the salt right. mine. I was like, yeah, I've seen everything now. Was it it's not quite beautiful mine. with all the glistening? Kate, very naturally dark. very impatient. He, very won't, he won't focus on anything for more than five dark. minutes. Oh. He didn't even come, we went to Naples, he didn't even come to Pompeii with us because he said, I've got a hangover, it'll still be there next time I come. It's been there for a thousand years, I'll come next time. And then I saw, there'll be more of it because more of it gets revealed true every actually. week. So <laughs> true, actually. Why yeah. wait for that? Why wait for that? Burnley's approach to playing their fixtures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that, yeah. 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 All right then. There we go. Uh, well, looking forward to the away day when you take us around the yeah. salt mine. Mm. I was going to say, just a bizarre end to the show. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Well, I suppose uh, it only remains for me to remind you guys that there is a game of football on tonight, despite a uh, situation with Burnley. Uh, Brighton host Chelsea. Thanks, good guys. to see you today. Yeah, um, good to see you too. On tomorrow, it is Marcus Vish and Andy. Vish was bringing the smoke on Twitter um, 
this week. So he was, yeah. Look out, look out for him tomorrow. Fiery. Mostly about cricket. He might have used it all up by tomorrow. Hopefully not. That's, say that. that's not a big sell, people, is it? People he listen. won't have used it all up. He's going to be an absolute prick all of the show. <laughs> so look forward to that. Thank you for listening to today's Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Jason Derulo. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. 